There are growing hopes of a ceasefire in Gaza. A senior US official has been quoted as saying Israel has more or less accepted a six-week pause in fighting, though that hinged on Hamas agreeing to release hostages. Meanwhile, Hamas has said a ceasefire could be secured within 24 to 48 hours, as long as Israel allows displaced Palestinians to return to northern Gaza and allows more aid into the area. This comes as the United Nations said a quarter of the population of Gaza is one step away from famine. The health ministry in Gaza said at least 15 children have died from malnutrition and dehydration at the Kamal Adwan Hospital in recent days. Samad Hadid is Head of Advocacy at the Norwegian Refugee Council. She joins us on the line from Jordan now. We heard a moment ago from uh, your Secretary-General, Jan Egland. Can you tell us what the situation on the ground in Gaza is at the moment? The situation in Gaza is catastrophic and continues to worsen by the day. More and more civilians are losing their lives, are being killed Uh, by the bombardment and civilians are being starved and slaughtered and and this must end. It's enough is enough Uh, and the desperate civilian population needs a ceasefire and it needs more aid to enter Gaza. What has aid access been like, uh, particularly since those 118 people were killed, trying to access a release convoy on Thursday? The aid access in Gaza is incredibly restricted, and this is because Israel has continuously blocked and denied aid from entering into Gaza. Not enough aid trucks are entering, uh, and we don't have enough crossing points. Uh, Right now, it's simply Rafah and Karem Shalom crossing points, but not enough aid trucks are, are going through. And it's unimaginable that people have been left to starve whilst hundreds of aid trucks are waiting just miles away across the border. Israel, of course, is the occupying power and has the responsibility to provide aid for the civilian population, and it has failed to do so. So we're calling on the international community to really put pressure, use its hard leverage to unblock these aid restrictions because airdrops are not enough. Well, the the US began airdrops yesterday into Gaza. Is that going to be helpful? Well, the fact that we've reached the point of countries having to use airdrops is another major failure of the international community and a major policy failure. Airdrops are usually used as a measure of last resort in besieged areas where governments don't have any uh, options for access for humanitarian aid. But in the case of Gaza, Many of these government allies of Israel could push for more land crossings, could push for more trucks to enter in. Trucks are waiting with aid supplies, but Israel is blocking this. And of course, Israel has imposed a siege on Gaza, and it could very easily restore electricity and water immediately if enough pressure was applied. Could the US authorities not have have worked with with Israel to, to get its aid in by ground? Well, this is what we've been asking for as aid agencies for months now. We've been asking for allies uh, of the Israeli government, such as the US, such as the European countries and the UK, to apply more pressure because we have yet to see any sort of positive developments on the ground. If anything, as time goes by, it's just worsening. Uh, and aid continues to be more and more restricted. And this is despite the International Court of Justice 
ordering Israel to increase its humanitarian access um, into Gaza. So we really do need to see more pressure applied, but we also need to be need to see a ceasefire because that's the only way to scale up aid uh, to the amounts and levels needed. Samat Hadid, Head of Advocacy at the Norwegian Refugee Council. Thank you for that. Professor Yossi Meckelberg is Associate Fellow with the Middle East and North Africa Programme at Chatham House. He also joins us on the line. There are indications a ceasefire deal is edging closer. Do you think it could happen soon? Good afternoon. Yes, I think, you know, all sides are messaging right now, sending the kind of the, the message that they are interested in a, in a ceasefire is the question of the timing and actually closing some of the details. Uh, we just hear that Hamas hasn't passed the, the list of, of hostages, not the one they are going to release. They say, on the other hand, they are flexible with a number of, of prisoners that they will demand in exchange of the hostages. But the fact that they agree that a, a truce is needed for six, uh, six weeks for the time of the only months on Ramadan and probably two weeks uh, beyond it, I think it's a good sign. It's the sign from Hamas, from uh, from Israel, from the United States, and I think also from the PA. So I think edging closer, but probably not fast enough. The deaths at that aid convoy on Thursday, has that changed the dynamic of the conflict? I don't think so as such, because all sides are digging their heel. Israel says it has no responsibility for that. Uh, again, it, it, it requires investigation what happened there and whether shooting and whether, you know, it's actually IDF soldiers, at least some of them, or whether it's the case of, of Stampede. There's only this kind of tragic uh, situation. They need an independent and objective in, inquiry, not what any of the sides is saying. It should change the dynamic, but again, as your previous speaker said, it's for the international community to hold the sides accountable to what is happening there. And and again, it's completely right to argue that the first step is, is, is a ceasefire. Getting both sides having six weeks to actually reconsider their objectives, because right now, I'm not so sure they can assess rationally and logically their own interests. At one stage, a ground offensive by Israel into Rafa seemed imminent. Now, a ceasefire seems close. What do you think has changed to bring that about? I think part of it is is, is pressure, mainly from, from the United States. Also because there is, you know, the demand is that if Israel enter into Rafah and looking for what they see as the ultimate victory in, in, in this war that I'm not so sure about, is also the show that there can create, they can create a safe haven, a safe route for civilians, because most of the population that escaped north and, and, and the center of Gaza is actually concentrating in this area. And without that, any military operation will, will end in, 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 in a disaster. And I'm not so sure, again, that they can actually present a plan which is viable to prevent the killing of many thousands of, of, of civilians. And, and the result of it and the pressure is, is not to do that. At the same time, there is no guarantee that if the ceasefire either doesn't happen or collapse, collapses within six weeks, that there won't be such an operation. So what do you think then is needed, assuming the ceasefire does happen, to, to build on that in order for the conflict to end completely? 
I think we should first to start with with a truce of six, six weeks, the release of the hostages in exchange of the release of, of prisoners. It's paramount that more and more lorries will enter. Right now, the average in February was 98 lorries, while the real need is more than 500. So it means less than 20% what is needed. And the result is is lack of food and medicine and, and the rest, any humanitarian aids for Palestinians. And at this point, should move beyond the six war. The hope is the six, 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 six weeks of truce will lead also to negotiations beyond the war, be, be looking into a more long-term solution. First is a, is a permanent ceasefire, and then to move on who governs and how Gaza is governed. But the most important is to bring to an end the conflict altogether. But, you know, this has to happen stage by stage. Is there a realistic prospect of a long-term peace deal between Israel and Palestine? I think, it's been, I think the prospect exists, but it will need a lot of things to happen. There are a lot of conditions come. Uh, all sides need a uh, new leadership. Without new leadership in Israel and Palestine that can think differently and don't see this conflict as a zero-sum game, it's not going to happen. It needs the region being closely involved in the international community. It needs leadership in the United States and, 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 and in Europe. We saw just a few weeks ago how 800 civil servants signed a letter saying that the EU, the UK and the United States are actually acting against their own national interest, against what believe is right in international affairs. So if all this will fall into place, there is a chance. But the other options is there, the option, option is that if when there is a ceasefire, uh, the international community uh, goes back to its comfort zone of doing nothing. Have you seen any change from from the international community in in, in the past few months in terms of its attitude towards uh, the conflict? I think that the things that I can see is change within civil society, which uh, which which filters through to also uh, to government. Governments start to understand if there is no solution, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict it actually enters into 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 the debate within within our own societies and we saw it for instance here in the uk in the election by election in rochdale on thursday we see how it affects for instance uh, uh, primaries in, in 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 michigan so i think that's if politicians usually look what affects their chances of winning election and this is becoming one of this this issue and beyond it how it affects uh, security, how it affects, uh, for instance, guaranteeing maritime uh, uh, routes in, mm-hmm. in the Red Sea. So I think gradually it dawns on governments that doing nothing actually comes with a heavy price. Professor Yossi Meckelberg, Associate Fellow with the Middle East and North Africa Programme at Chatham House. Thank you for that.